Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. Thank you for all joining me. Uh, today we're going to go ahead and talk about a new THC-infused energy shop, which was created by a local African-American couple with roots in cannabis and health. Uh, their co-owners, equity applicants, looking towards expanding the legal markets across the country. And they developed this product called Shakti Greenlit, uh, which is designed to enhance energy, ability, strength, effort, power, and capability. And the product's name, Shakti, refers to a synergistic balance of, oh, actually, uh, well, that's what the product is named for. Anyway, let me go ahead and introduce our guests on the program that are going to tell us about this and other things going on. So I'm happy to go ahead and welcome aboard the founder and owner of the Maji Tree, Moore Stringer, and his wife, who is the creators, one of the creators and owner of Shakti Greenlit, Cynthia Monpoint. Moore, Cynthia, thanks for being on. Thanks for having us, man. It's a, it's a handful of titles right there, <clears throat> but you're doing a lot of great work. So Thank you. you've had yourself both together in the cannabis culture, embedded. So more, you have been one of the victims in this, you know, this war on drugs that's been going on forever and has had no real resolution. And it really has just made a lot of people oppressed and disenfranchised as a result. And while going forward, um, Cynthia, your relationship is much, very much therapeutic in nature. The plan helping to safely and comfortably deliver the last two of your four children. So it's a wonderful story how cannabis has brought so much to you. Take me just behind the fact of this joint effort coming into business together and having cannabis be something that has already touched your lives in different ways and how this is something where it's important to bring something forward that is also symbolic of what cannabis means to you yeah doing business together that's just our mo we've been doing business together outside of cannabis on the legacy side and on the legal side um we've always we've always done entrepreneurism together we think it goes hand in hand that relationship thing our daughter is old enough she's um doing some coding and stuff on our website so um yeah it's a, it's a family affair 
And I, I think it's the brand itself is a reflection of that. You know, it's an aspect of demonstrating the lifestyle that we live and what we choose, what we're looking to bring to the industry. And it's also a thing where I can just see where when the right business is coming along and it's a mom and pop and you can see that everybody is full of love, it's full of laughter. Just, there's just something where there's a bond that you know that whatever is being made, whatever the product is behind, there's a lot of love behind it. And that's something what I feel like you want to do with the products you're putting here. So the Shakti Greenlit. So it's the idea behind it is it's a hundred milligram caffeine combined with a proprietary blend of vitamins, B12, B6, B3, Neltorine. So think a, a version I've seen on here where it's kind of like what the five hour energy drink is supposed to give. It's that size package and it's an ideal delivery system for workouts, social gatherings, smoke free situations. Take me behind the idea of putting this product together. And was there anything that you just feel like it was a need in the market for it? And what was it about this? That was the right thing to come out with. Absolutely. For me, it's about quality of life. And I want to bring that to people. You know, I, that's my lifestyle on um, vitality. <clears throat> and in any way, shape, form or fashion, I can do that. Um, um, so this is a four to seven hour energy boost. Um, no, no hard jitter, no hard crash on there. It's probably one of the cleanest energy shots on the market. Um, yeah. So we wanted to market it like a, like a five hour, but we wanted a clean thing going on. Five milligrams of THC, but it's all about quality of life, man. Those vitamin Bs, a lot of people, a lot of Americans are, are deficient in vitamin Bs. B6, B3, B12 are in there. As you mentioned, we have the plant-based amino acids also. Um, a lot of amino acids um, come from animals. So we just wanted to be health conscious in what we were doing. We wanted, wanted something clean, something that we would take. Not a whole bunch of sugars in there. We have um, uh, monk fruit, um, stevia, and we're using organic cane sugar in there at very, very low um, quantities. So... It's about quality of life for us, man. If I can bring that to somebody um, through a product that we're making, and that's what we continue to want to do with the Shakti product and brands. And it was a while, I want to say it was a good 10 years ago, <clears throat> that that fiber energy concept was really up in front. And that was really before the energy drinks really took place, where the thing was, it was a smaller shot. It wasn't the idea of the shot. Right now, if you go into a convenience store, you go into a store, I mean, there's a plethora of energy drinks out there and they're just the bigger the can, the bigger, whatever it is. And I know it's not healthy. And that's the idea that the consumption of that and feeling like they're going to get something from it, that you have to go and just consume so much. You're just creating it. Those products are creating addiction, but a shot like yeah. this, which is the, the idea is that you didn't want to create something that was going to be with so much caffeine, so much sugar, like those other products. You wanted to put something that was, much more behind. What is it that really stands out and distinguishes this product from those? Yeah, I think you just hit the head on the nail right there. Um, absolutely. Um, the more you take this product, the healthier you will be. Um, it's giving you something deficient as other products, other these energy type style products, the more you take them, they actually can um, cause some issues to your health. So I want products that make people healthier when they take them. These have the natural brain and natural neurotropics in it, brain boosting it also which is, I think, is another thing. Um, it acts like the uh, antidepressant almost. Right. So, yeah, that is, that's what sets this thing apart. Um, it, it's for your wellness. And, uh, yeah, I think people should go out there and give it a try. No artificial flavorings in there. So it's, it's literally a vitamin energy cannabis shot. And then for those that want to have that entry, the gateway, that first attempt at trying cannabis, have you had any people that you've been able to tell us about that have had the chance to try this without maybe even knowing it was a THC energy drink? knowing that it was some, something cannabis-related in the drink itself, 
Well, they're not going to feel the effect. They're not going to necessarily feel like they're having it. They're not going to feel like they're smoking it. It's going to be just something that will just be, okay, it's in here. It's infused, but, you know, it's not like it feels like anything is distinguishable that says, okay, cannabis is in it. It's just a drink. Have, have you had a lot of people that have gotten their first entry to cannabis by trying the shot? Yeah, well, not well. My wife, uh, she's she's uh, she doesn't take cannabis orally much, so she's uh, at the five milligram dose. That's her. She's pretty much like that. She just uses it topically through a pregnancy, and every now and then she'll do some edibles or something. But she's really um, my te- was was a test subject with the cannabis, and at the level of that at five milligrams is just at the medical levels, just to wake the cannabinoids up in the body and let it know that the cannabis is here. And it's really at a healthy level, not at a he- level that you're going to get high necessarily or stupid acting or whatever. But um, it, it's, it's something that um, really enhances your quality of life. You, you can do it when you're at the job. It really helps your cognitive. So it's not something that gets you all dopey and stuff. Um, um, I really like that medical level, the cannabis yeah. being in there. It's not something for us to get. We're not looking to get high. Um, we're actually looking for the full body experience that that um, product is going to deliver to the individual. I mean, and as we, we start to get further and further along with cannabis, we're going to see it needs to be intrinsically interwoven into a lot of our food products just to be there. It doesn't need to be at a level where we put it in our pot. Yeah. Cynthia, I want to ask you a question about where well, just more was just uh, pointing out the fact that, you know, you don't necessarily the way you will take in cannabis is not, you know, very conventional. It's not smoking. It's not basically ingesting. It's application. It's using it in different forms. And then as you did it to have the last two kids that you did have, beautiful children, I'm sure, the one thing is, what is it that gave you the comfort to go ahead and use it and then realize, okay, not only am I going to use this, for those that might be on the fence, mothers that are out there, those that are feeling like, okay, we like the real person accounts. We want to not have that stigma, the whole reefer madness thing. We've been talking about that for years. We want to see everyday people that can say, okay, look, I use this. You know, when you see like when uh, the weeds documentary with Sanjay Gupta, when you see everyday people saying, yes, we use cannabis. I, I gave it to my child for help for epilepsy, for seizures, for things like that. Normalizing the process. Charlotte Fiji, Fiji great example. Charlotte's Web, that idea. Like, what is it that made you feel like, okay, I want to have that comfort level. And then now I want to show that comfort level should be for everyone out there. Just look at me as an example. Well, a couple of things to um, just to give context to it. One of the most um, significant aspects of the approach that we took to our, our last two pregnancies was to empower ourselves with information and education. And when we made the decision to have a home birth, we did a lot of research to, to support that decision. It was actually a VBAC, um, so a vaginal birth after having C-sections. And we had the support of our doula, two doulas and a midwife. And one of the doulas, she was the one that actually put the, um, the topical mix together mm-hmm. and provided it to me. And when she, when she made it, she mentioned that cannabis was in there. And um, I, I knew through... The, my research about our endocannabinoid system. However, I hadn't really made the connection in terms of how impactful. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And powerful this plant is when it comes to the the phytocannabinoids complementing our system, our endocrine system. So what was amazing was the, when I had the pregnancy, the first, um, the first of the last two, the first home birth, that was the first time I had ever experienced contractions, and I didn't know what I was getting. Into. Oh my god! But and you said all I, four birth, all four births were home births, correct? No, no. So the first oh. two were C sections. Okay, okay. I had them in the hospital. They were, they were uh, pre-planned, pre-scheduled. Which mm-hmm. so what I'm, that translates to, I never experienced a contraction, and so with this. The, um, one of the doulas who was just really very well versed in holistic right. health and, and our, our family, that's what we're, we're into. And so that's how we had um, we met in the synergies there. And she provided this and she said, look, you're going to need this. She herself had um, numerous children. Right. And so lo and behold, that day came and I fell to the floor <laughs> like, wait a minute. What did we just agree to? And so um, I called and I, I called for my kids and my husband. I was like, where is that oil? And um, more when he finally came, he he was just like, well, OK, well, let's start here. And he massaged my body with it. And I was able to really go through the breathing exercises and mentally um, weather the waves, if you will, uh, of uh, labor and childbirth. And, you know, the testament was my my children who were there. They, they said, wow, you didn't look like the people on TV. You didn't scream. And, you know, their little brother just <laughs> flew out into his arms. Every <laughs> woman would probably want to wish they could say that. I imagine. So, uh, you know, and also, look, I'm a single guy, no kids, never married. I just, I did not work out well in relationships. But I'll tell you, I'm very jealous Beautiful kids, you guys look like you, I mean, I see the way that you look at both of each other after all these years, you're so happy, you look young, it's just, it's a great thing. Like, I just look like, you know, I'm jealous, I wish I could have something like that. Even close would be nice, but. Uh, well, thank, thank you, thank you. Um, sure. It's all, that's about everything we're about, the brand, the Shakti, the synergy. Right. I was actually practicing the Buddhism 15 plus years, yoga, meditation to deal with my trauma and everything that I've been through. And um, it and it's the same thing. I want to bring that holistic vibe. Oh, yeah, and I think that's a great way to put it. I'm sorry, Cynthia. Please. Oh, it's just Shakti is a um, is really a reflection of of our journey with the plant, and you know, more he has been consuming since uh, since a teenager, a young teenager at that, mm-hmm. and uh, his form of consumption, his preferred form of consumption, is to smoke. You know, and I'm not. Sure. I, I, I've never been a smoker. You know, I was. Part product of the dare program so it was just like what we'd know <laughs> and so here that's it is. Cr- oh that's you great know? okay oh can <laughs> i see this point out? so he felt he was in the war on drugs you were one of the people that advocated you know guys subconsciously <laughs> so, into it that's funny she, she, she came and picked, <laughs> she came and picked she was who i called when i was in jail also too man 
Um, it just was, a, and it was, it's really cool to tell these stories, man. But it was yeah. really a low point um, with my children and my wife uh, mm-hmm. having to come in court and I'm um, fighting for my freedom, man. You know, mandatory sentences and stuff. Right. And just, it was a scary time, but um, it was something that I just, I just, it just always was a part of like, I'm going to do this for life. You know, I'm going to grow these plants. You know, I'm going to, you know, live this. Uh, I got connections. I'm going to do this. So um, to, to be on this side is, is just retribution. And I, I think we all, um, everybody, I think we need to look at these arrests, especially people who had arrests for sale or arrests that were, you know, felony arrests, which was selling at some point trafficking. Uh, these people need to be brought into the industry. Um, I, I think I think we owe it to um, to them and to myself. I felt an entitlement to be a part of this uh, space selling. <laughs> And at the point right now, the federal government's response, look, President Biden went to say right before the midterms, we're going to go ahead and, you know, we're going to pardon those that were, have federal offenses, which there was not anyone really that was going to get anything from that. It was just a symbolic gesture. Thanks for saying it. But we know that state by state, what is happening is there are certain states that are opening up, going online, New York, New Jersey, for example, that are trying, and Illinois as well, trying to make social equity important trying to make sure that people with second chances can have jobs in the industry and for those that are going to get licenses so they can actually be if they are legacy operators which i talk about over and over especially in our blunt business program legacy operators if the social equity conversation is going to come up number one representation needs to be brought in when somebody's in bring somebody else like-minded that is comes from your neighborhood comes from your background you pull them in you bring them in you recruit them in that's how it works. You can't expect somebody from another culture, another area to bring people in that will represent and be the makeup of your community. That's what it is to me. Plus, for social equity. I mean, there's companies like big MSOs. They're getting their directors of social responsibility. We're seeing the major lobbying groups that are they're bringing people on to talk about DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. That's great. But it can't just be performative. It has to be active. And I hope Absolutely. they do. Yeah. Oh, no, please. I was going to agree agree with you wholeheartedly that uh, it has to be uh, the outcomes need to be measurable and tangible. You know, a lot of the rhetoric is performative and and even some of the things that we do see happening, it is performative. What really is going to make a difference are the numbers as to how many owners and operators are reflective of those who have been harmed by the war on drugs, those who helped keep this industry afloat when it was illegal, how many of those have been able to now operate on the legal side and fully benefit from cannabis, uh, the end, the ending of prohibition, at least on the, from the taxation side. Yeah. And then so, well, so, I mean, with us, it's not just about talking about the problems, it's the solutions. So we like over two years ago, we created a solution called the PIES program, um, a very, and a very aggressive solution, pairing incubator Excel seed, um, to get uh, to get us into the industry, you know, I know capitalism, capitalism is all around us. You know, uh, they made money locking people up. So I'm, I'm not going to be I'm not going to think that capitalism is going to go on and it is going to go on. Um, we can't push against that big machine. Uh, we devised a program that brings us into the industry of uh, this big monster um, and pairs us with uh, um, existing operators, um, bringing our business up 100 percent ownership. And I also want to bring up, Cynthia, that you, uh, the fact that you are an approved sexual equity participant in the state of Massachusetts, you're in the, you're in the fight right here. You're in there. You're involved. You wrote a report about the Massachusetts Marijuana Social Equity Report 
and the first three years of the legal cannabis industry uh, in Massachusetts. When you see what you're seeing in Massachusetts, and also more, I'll bring this point this to you. When you're looking at what the effort is in the industry, we know there's a concerted effort. There's there's actually an effort, but has it gone far enough? And do you, I mean, do you expect the federal government once they implement and they approve, you know, they, they legalize, will that make much of a difference? Or do you just feel like the states need to be doing what they're doing? And is Massachusetts a good role model of what other states need to be doing when they're green lighting adult use marijuana programs? So... The short answer is there's a lot that does need to happen. And both Moore and I qualify for our, our social equity participants here in Massachusetts. Oh, thank you. Okay. And, and uh, we hold economic empowerment status in Massachusetts. Moore also qualifies as justice involved in New York, his home state. Oh. And so with that in mind, we're, we're looking at what are the measures, what are the opportunities, how have they structured them? And you're absolutely right. When we look at Massachusetts, Massachusetts has legally and regulatory language that supports promoting an equitable industry. However, that alone isn't sufficient. We need to have accountability. And that's where the PIES program that Moore was just describing comes into play. What we did was we, we, we looked at the fact that here it is, we qualify for all forms of equity, whatever way you, however you slice it in, in uh, Massachusetts and then also in New York. And yet we're still seeing ourselves and others like us struggling to enter into this space and operate um, businesses. And what we're looking at, okay, you have social equity programs. Why are they failing? And the, the fact of the matter is the programs aren't designed to succeed. And so we looked at programs across the country and said, okay, why are they failing? Where, where are the fundamental pitfalls and identified the four pillars that need to be in place to ensure that an applicant can come in, uh, someone who has been harmed by the war on drugs and needs the support to successfully operate, open up, not just secure a license, because we see in Massachusetts, we have people securing licenses, but then the capital, the technical assistance, the ongoing support necessary to be able to operate and compete with some of the larger operators, you mentioned MSOs, well-capitalized funders. And so that's how we came up with PIES. PIES the pairing, it holds these larger operators, like you mentioned earlier, who often have a corporate social responsibility uh, ethos in their in their paperwork, if, in their mission, if you will. And it holds them accountable in a more tangible fashion. So now it's not just performative. It's saying, hey, you said you want to support equity. In order to enter into this market, we and we want it equitable, we need you to pair. The pairing isn't, uh, it doesn't create any type of joint ventureship mm -hmm. or equity relationship. Each business operates independently. The equity business still holds 100% ownership of their, of their enterprise. And then there, from then on, there's an incubation style relationship where there's mentoring, technical <clears throat> assistance, and it's ongoing. It's not just for six months where we saw some pitfalls across the country where, you know, they might have paired but then there was no accountability to ensure that the equity applicant opened up. And so the, the in some places gave money, but there was no mentorship attached to that money. So it was a it was a setup for those individuals um, in the PIES program. Money will be doled out to the applicant as they meet certain criteria. And in the middle of that relationship, there's a there's a, a liaison, so to speak, in the in the E part of the PIES, which, yeah. is, which is the Excel part. 
so one of the, I guess, and going back to fundamentally, when we're looking at solutions and whether you're looking at it from a local, state, or national level, you we need to have the people who have been impacted at the center of the conversation leading that. And the PIES program is a reflection of that. It's, it's a program that's been designed by equity participants. It's designed by those who've been harmed by the war on drugs and really taking into consideration what are the things necessary to succeed. And it starts with ownership. And if I, if I can take us back to one of your initial comments, because yeah. with, when you have people in the community, those harmed by the war on drugs, who are actually the ones owning and leading and operating businesses in their mm -hmm. communities, yes, then we can go in and tap in and bring in other folks in leadership position, bring in workers, staff, create environments, uh, really lead the charge on reinvestment in, into the community and what that should look like. And so that's what uh, the opportunity that implementing PAWS and that type of programmatic <laughs> approach to social equity brings. Yep. So there's a whole lot I can bring up and I, we're about running out of time here, but when it comes to social equity, it's part, you already mentioned in the report itself, I was looking through about the priority status. You know, if it's expedited, if it's, if it's a top priority, you were talking about the licensing in terms of, when I've heard stories enough about, you know, just the licensing fee, just to, the initial startup is such a ridiculous amount of money that sure there might be assistance and something that might come in, but there's just not enough, enough capital, just even the start to go ahead and fund and put forward. And I can just refer to a couple of interviews I did here on grassroots bargaining to bring up about that. Lorenzo McFadden uh, was in, in, New, in New Jersey and uh, he's doing a lot of work there. You, I was talking about the New York cannabis, it's me, the um, New York cannabis project with Kel Parnell. And when I talked on the corporate level, I talked to Raheem Ukta with Cure Leaf, their director of uh, social responsibility. We've had the discussion and we talked about the good green grant program. I talked about that with Jaya Kenzie and there's all this here that's being done. Some great programs that are, outside of there that are coming in trying to help out and assist these social equity programs in states like Massachusetts. But there's a lot more that has to be happening. And it needs to, we have to find a way to go and get the performative out of all this, that these companies, these big MSOs need to be doing right and play fair and make sure they're doing the right thing for the community because they're going to be in here. They need to go ahead and find a way to support the whole community and not just what they're going to make on their bottom line. That's what it comes down to. So I appreciate you taking time to talk to me real quickly. Just go ahead and send people over to the website and talk more about it. So when it comes to a Shakti Green Lit, we've talked about the drink. And tell us real quickly where people can go ahead and find it online and if they could find it in a store near them. So Shakti is available in over uh, 55 stores in Massachusetts currently. We're, we'll be entering into New York by the end of the year when they open up their uh, retail outlets. And we're you can reach us online at any of our any of the social media platforms using Shakti Greenlit, and our website is www.shaktigreenlit.com. And Shakti is S H A K T I G R E E N L I T dot com. And also on Leaflink, you can um, on on Google, I guess you can um, just to see what stores have it near you. So you can look on a lot a lot of the um, online platform stores. Are tied to or go to dispensaries um, locally, but they can let you know which, which dispensaries have it in stock in Massachusetts. And for those and businesses, and for those businesses, also see on the website shaktigreenlit.com. If there are those that would like to inquire about being able to go and put Shakti Greenlit on their store shelves, they can do that as well. So again, Absolutely. Mar Stringer, Cynthia Monpoint, Shakti Greenlit. Uh, really, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate the conversation. Thank you for having uh, us. Thank you.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.